Hello, welcome back to Atomization. I'm Cody. I'm Alec. How you been, man? Oh, I've just been splendid. Good to hear, good to hear. So uh, we got a, another uh, theory-based episode today, or just kind of a, a topic that uh, we're kind of we're uh, gonna go over and discuss. And uh, Alec, you kind of want to give a general overview as to what it will be? Yeah, just like a, nothing, nothing too specific, because this is a very, uh, very broad subject. But uh, l- let me let me preface it with this. Um, so I'm in a group chat with my friends from uh, college. Okay. And they're a bunch of like you know lifters, wrestlers, whatever. It really doesn't have a lot to do with their political views. But um, one of them last night sent a video in the group chat. And it was a Facebook video. Basically, it was a, it was a Tucker Carlson clip where he was talking about um, these two scientists from L.A. that are okay. trying to spread misinformation about how the coronavirus isn't to be taken seriously and the government is padding their stats and they've been discredited almost across the board because the only research they base that on, that argument on, is or are non-peer-reviewed papers that they wrote themselves. Oh, of course, yeah. So that that's the video he put in the group chat, and I, I'm I'm not trying to I didn't try to start a fight with them because they, especially the one that sent the video, he would take something like that very personally. He would take that very close to his heart because he can't be wrong. And oh, yeah. for the for the most part, of like the 15 guys that are in the group chat, nobody really said anything. But um, one of them said that the government is limiting speech, increasing surveillance, controlling mass populations, forcing medical professionals to forge false data, and that seems like tyranny to him. And then, oh, so, and then somebody else said, dictatorship. They're trying to disarm us. Followed by, How? How? followed by, How? I'm convinced some of the cases of deaths with this shit is just blown out of proportion to scare us. Oh boy, of course, of course, yeah, because because in in the mind of a right winger, nothing is nothing is as it is. There's always some sort of conspiracy around every everything that goes on. Yeah, can, the, yeah. Nothing is ever just as is. Um, that was followed with another comment that was, uh, let me see here. He goes, yeah, I agree. Y'all see they banned assault weapons in Canada, pretty much anything semi-automatic. And that was followed by somebody else saying, the only reason Canada isn't a part of the U.S. is because they're a country full of liberals and the French smell bad. I mean, you can't argue with that. <laughs> Impeccable reasoning. I, I mean, that I mean that just goes to show the cognitive dissonance that it requires to justify a lot of right-wing stances. Oh yeah, you like literally any time, like anything with right-wingers, it always ends up turning into a conspiracy or just just insults that are just based on. I don't know their feelings. <laughs> yeah, because they, I mean they they're not very fact and they're not very fact oriented people. Like let's just get that out of the way. Like if you're a right winger, I'm sorry. Like you base most of what you believe on your feelings and 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 how you interpret the world. Like, well, I mean we all base our opinions on how we interpret the world, but like yours is normally done through you know very strong feelings. You know like fear and and love of country, like your patriotism. That, yeah. That's those are the emotions that drive your decisions. You you base your research and you base your the facts that you use in any kind of political rhetoric on preconceived notions. So rather than looking at the total picture, you just nitpick and cherry pick these things that support your stance that you already have, rather than looking at facts and figures and building your case on that. Yeah, the, 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 they are overwhelmingly bad at constructing arguments. They, it, they usually just, like, they usually find some sort of, like, straw man that they can kind of think of, and then they kind of point out, like, a vague hip- hypocrisy mm-hmm. or something. that Like, that's kind of what they like to do is, like, oh, liberals are mad about this. 
but they're not mad about this or something. Yeah. They, they they love to just do gotchas, just gotchas or whataboutism. That's 90% of all conservative arguments you will ever come across. And, it, and it's just yeah, whataboutisms, yeah. It's, it's gone to the point, well, too, this? where they don't even engage so much in that. It's to the point now where they are reliant on conspiracies, things that oh, have no basis in reality, and that's how they base their arguments. Yeah, as we talked about in our last theory philosophical episode, like that that's that's a huge thing among fascists is they love to like uh, imagine that there's some sort of cabal or a plot that like is there to take over the world or something like that. Yeah. And they're the only ones that can fight against it. Like that's something they all like to do. So it so like it's scary when I see like the QAnon people act like that Trump is is you know some sort of god savior trying to save all these children from being sex slaves like mm-hmm. It, no, it's they they do that to just because that's that's what that's what their mind does. Their mind loves to create fairylands, and as we always talk, it's ironic that they're always so anti-art as well, since they have such you know vivid vivid imaginations. Yeah, definitely, and uh, most far right-wing stances basically can't be justified with evidence that's actually set in reality, and. I mean, it's it's just funny seeing everybody, especially especially so, mostly so on the right side of the spectrum, just seeing them all diverting to these conspiracy theories. It, it really makes you think. Like, you never appreciate how the stresses of an average everyday life really keep you tethered to reality. Because yeah. a lot of the, <laughs> like, a, a lot of these right wingers weren't very vocal about their acceptance of conspiracy theories until we are forced inside of our houses to do nothing no i mean i think they literally always have been but like it's just they they always have there there's 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 a segment of them that always have been but now it seems like conspiracy theories are a widely accepted medium for basing your political stances on no like i didn't even say it's like you can't even say it's always because like you you get like the you know Obama's a secret Muslim like like you know he's a secret Muslim that was born in Kenya like that kind of stuff like that I don't, that, that, that wasn't that, I, don't, I don't think that was conspiracy theory I just think that was blatant racism. Oh, I mean it was blatant racism, <laughs> you know, or shrouded in the idea of patriotism and conspiracy, but mm-hmm. it was it was just flat out racism. Yeah, and uh, basically what I'm trying to get to here is that um, fake news. What is it? Why I'd love to know. Do why do uh, right wing conservatives love talking about it so much? So, according to just widespread use of it now, Cody, what do you think fake news is? Um, I would say blatant disinformation to kind of sway people one way or the other. Like, actually, I read an article about this, like, maybe two two or three years ago. Like, mm-hmm. there was this guy, I, f- I forget what his name is, and he was, like, straight up a liberal dude, but he was just, you know, kind of had the entrepreneurial spirit. And he ran this this site that disseminated fake news, like, it's just to get clicks and, and all that kind of stuff. Like, he's the guy that, like, started the whole, like, you know, Hillary Clinton's has failing health, like, she passed out, like, she's going to die, uh-huh. like, that kind of stuff. Like, he's the guy that started that. But he he totally voted for her and supported her. But he was just like, you know what? He thought she was going to lose anyway. So he just decided to, like, you know, capitalize on it and make a couple bucks doing it. So that was just a fun story I wanted to throw in there that I remember reading about that. Um, it's really but funny because I would she just did say, actually win. Oh, yeah. <laughs> True. But, um, yeah, but it's just um, – I would say it's just blatant disinformation to try to sway people in one way or the other. Right, I mean that. That well, what you just said was like the actual, like formal definition of it. So, what it's defined yeah, or as, I was, or, or I was gonna say propaganda that's disguised as news. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it's, like you know, you're gonna say something about like the or uh, I don't know, because like something happens and you just try to spin it your way. I guess I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, to yeah, fa- yeah. Fa- fa- like like actual genuine fake news is extremely reactionary. Yeah, I, or like, because like, you know, I think Hillary Clinton did have like pneumonia on 9-11 when she passed out. Like she had pneumonia and she passed out. And like that was, that was the news. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She had pneumonia and 
was was standing it was like 90 freaking degrees in new york city and she was standing in the sun all day and passed out that mm-hmm. was the whole thing but like they turned it into like she has failing health yeah she's she has, she's on she's like, on yeah. for the position she holds yeah exactly mm-hmm. and yeah I, that, that's definitely a big component of fake news is the fact that it's extremely reactionary basically how can we whenever we get our hands on something how can we spin it our way as quickly and effectively as possible. So, yeah. The the general definition for like genuine fake news is okay. fake news is a form of news consisting of deliberate disinformation or hoaxes spread via traditional news medium. Digital news has brought back and brought back and increased the usage of fake news or yellow journalism. The news is then often reverberated as misinformation in social media, but occasionally finds its way to the mainstream media as well. Yeah, because there's been so many, like, things people just kind of do for the meme, mm-hmm. and then, like, that ends up making its way to, like, actual, like, like, do you, do you know that there was a YouTube guy? I think he actually is, like, a right-wing lunatic. I'm not sure if he's actually, like, I don't know. Um, his name's Sam Hyde. And he'd like, there's like videos of him, like, you know, cause he like, it would be a picture of him holding like a, like an AK or something like that. And mm-hmm. like, he's just this, this YouTube memer guy, you know? And yeah. then like, so when I, after like a shooting somewhere, I forget where, but people just started like, they, some guy with like got a bunch of Twitter bots to like, you know, send out a picture of this guy, mm-hmm. like you're saying like, of Sam Hyde saying like this, this guy was the shooter or something in this thing. And then it actually ended up on like the CBS evening news or something. And yeah. they were like, they, they, that like there's like I, I like I know that sometimes the people just do things just because it's funny or they think it's funny. I mean, I used to think stuff like that was funny, but then I realized like how dangerous of a precedent that sets. <laughs> yeah. All right, so now that we have the the formal definition like what genuine fake news is, I can think of a couple instances recently where something like that like intentionally deliberately like uh deliberate misinformation whenever deliberate misinformation was spread in order to sway the population a certain way so the first instance i can think of is after the election of 2017 or 2016 um it was reported on fox news believe it or not (laughs) that kings of fake news kings uh, and queens of fake news we can't uh, forget our queens at fox news we can't forget uh what's her name gretchen gretchen something is she still on that network I think of Laura Ingram. Laura Ingram. Oh, Laura Ingram. Okay, go ahead. So basically, Fox News and these other conservative media outlets had reported that there were 3 million confirmed cases of voter fraud in border states. Okay. And And obviously, that works to their advantage because that plays into the fact that Voter fraud is rampant. That's why the Republicans are trying to issue, you know, these ID laws to prohibit all that from yeah. happening. So, I think it was I, th- I think it was John Oliver that traced it back. They tried to they they were just went through sources trying to find where this information came from because it was completely unverifiable. And I think Donald Trump even tweeted something about it after he of won. Of course he did. Like and. They, the, the only thing they were able to trace it back to was a tweet from somebody with like a hundred some followers that said, confirmed, three million cases of voter fraud and still counting. Stay, uh, follow, follow to stay informed. Oh boy. Yeah. I remember even that back in the, in the election, like in 2016, when people would say like, Oh, like, oh, the the final results are in. Trump actually did win the popular vote. And you'd see so many of, like, I'd see so many of, like, my Republican friends retweeting that. And then it turns out that, like, they mm-hmm. were, they, it wasn't true. Like, and then, like, I remember, like, going a week later and, like, looking, going on, on whatever site it was to see the report. And, like, still the same thing. Like, when the votes were finally tallied up, like, you know, every, every any sort of challenges were disputed or whatever. Um, the final count was in and she had three million more votes. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. So so not not only did he lose the popular vote, but he lost it by the largest margin for a winning candidate. Yeah, so uh, that's that's something I want to talk about. You know, like how undemocratic the electoral college is. You can't say you live in a democracy 
when you live under a system like the Electoral College or you have something like the Senate. That's besides the point. That's for another mm-hmm. episode. Possibly next episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's funny, too, because all these conservatives were basically complaining about how the electoral system is is completely unfair because, you know, Republican votes in California don't count. Republican votes in New York oh, don't yeah. count. And that's a massive segment of the population. And then Donald Trump lost the popular vote but won the electoral votes. And now they're trying to paint the Democratic Party as like this party that wants to abolish the Electoral College, something that's been an American tradition for 200 years. How could they even think about doing Albeit this? Albeit a terrible tradition. But yeah, it's just, it's the point that like, you know, they act like they're the ones for freedom. But like, I mean, I don't know, understand why if you live in a mm-hmm. rural area, your vote counts for more. Because it's the, I mean, it's not like both parties do it. Because like, I mean, the it, you know, I voted for Bernie, you know, Chad Bernie Sanders here in the Iowa caucus. But like, you know, and you, and he won by a pretty, like the popular vote here by a pretty solid margin. But like, you know, it ended up tying with Pete Buttigieg because of all the rural counties and they weighed them, they, they weight them differently for whatever reason. I don't mm-hmm. understand why we can't just have one vote for like one vote is one vote. Not like some votes are like count for 0.96 of a vote and other votes count for like, you know, 1.05 or something. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Like if you actually want to have yeah. a democracy, I'm getting ahead of myself. This is something I need to talk about in a whole new episode. Mm. Um, Anyways, that's that's one case with the um, Ill- illegal voters, the voter yeah. fraud. The second case goes to show you that this isn't something that's exclusive to the right side of the political spectrum. I'd, I'd have to say it's extremely weighted toward them because they rely on fake news and misinformation to a way greater extent than the yeah. left. But... This is this is this was more of a testament, I guess, to how easy it is to trip up a major news organization like MSNBC. Yeah, and I feel yeah because um, I yeah it, I, say, I feel like because like when I see fake news, like pers- I I think right wingers are just more likely to believe it. I mean, I don't want to say they're dumb, but like I kind of do. Like they they t- they tend to definitely fall for it more. Like I I'll see it and I kind of like you know think it's funny or go along with it. But like because remember like the whole like when whenever Epstein you know quote unquote killed himself, and they were all like you know you'd see memes of like you know Hillary Clinton like sneaking into his his thing or you know Bill Clinton like sneaking in to kill him or something. And I was yeah. kind of like that's pretty good. That's pretty funny. But then, like, I see other people, and they genuinely believe that, like, the Clintons did it. Like, they genu- – or, like, you know, maybe they didn't do it, but they ordered the, the, the they ordered it. Like, they yeah. genuinely believe it's the Clintons that did it. I'm like, how – like, he had connections with so many, you know, billionaires. They were having sex with all the, the children that he literally prostituted. Mm. There's a million – I guarantee you, like, U.S. senators would have been in there. Donald Trump was one of them. Don't let people say that. No, Donald Trump is definitely involved yeah. in there because Epstein was guilty of molesting minors that he recruited for his private island at a Trump property. Yeah, exa- yeah from Mar-a-Lago. So, like, yeah, people love to say they're like, oh, he, well, he, he, he. Whenever he found out that that Epstein was a child sex predator, he stopped being friends with them. And like, no, nah, there's there's been reports like eyewitness no. eyewitness <laughs> things saying that Trump like yeah had sex with underage girls. So remember that QAnon people. Um, but yeah, it's like I, I see that. I'm like, huh, that's kind of funny. Like, you know, <laughs> but like they see that and they genuinely believe it's real. Like they genuinely like I know that like there's definitely a lot of shady actions that went around his death. Like the whole like, you know, the guards literally had to take like they all like all them left for like three hours for quote unquote maintenance and like the cameras were turned off. But like I feel like it was just like mm. either he either they threw a rope in there and said, hang yourself or like he. You know, the, the police officers came in or something and one of them did it or like some CIA agent did it or whatever. But, like, yeah, they genuinely believe, like, the Clintons did it. <laughs> like, Yeah, which is something that I, I mean, I'm, of, of, you know, the circumstances around his death were so eerie. It's almost like, you know, the, just, just the circumstances are begging you to believe that something fishy went, went down. But the, 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 the fact that there is no evidence that can verify that anybody did it doesn't warrant you to pin it on whoever you disagree with politically. Yeah. Like, just because his death is a mystery does not mean verifiably that the Clintons were responsible for it. Bill Clinton once knew a sex predator. 
Therefore, he killed him. If that's the standard you hold for unfalsifiable evidence, then there's a whole lot of people on that list that are guilty of killing him. Oh, yeah. You ever see the the flight log for that plane? There's a lot lot (laughs) of famous people, a lot of famous musicians, actors, business people that you probably know that were on the road in his plane. Yeah, anyways, back, back to the original point I was going to make. MSNBC and fake news slowly creeping its way up into the big stations. So, remember when Mike Bloomberg was running for president? Yeah. yeah. How could I not? Yeah. <laughs> after he had after he had after he had dropped out, it was uh his his expenditures for his campaign were disclosed, and it was shown that he spent somewhere north of 500 million dollars campaigning to become president, running all these ads, going and giving speeches. And they were all his personal money. He didn't do a lot of fundraising. That's just all money that came straight yeah. from him. And something on somebody had tweeted that if he would have just given, dispersed that money evenly between every American, every American would have received a million dollars rather than him just running a failed campaign, which of course is not yeah, true. Yeah, you think five hundred million dollars <laughs> dispersed between three hundred million people. Gets you a little over a buck fifty a person, not a million dollars a person. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently, this resonated with some executives at MSNBC, and Brian Williams said it on air. No oh boy. <laughs> like it, that. He yeah, said, and it's one thing if you're just yeah. like I don't know some random dude on Twitter, and you just like retweet that, and you're like, oh, I'm stupid, I didn't realize that. But like when you're a, like a national news organizations, like you know the big three, you know like the CN or you know MS or NBC, CBS, ABC, yeah, like those big. Th- if you're like an executive at one of those, or you're like a, a a newscaster on there, I feel like you should have a little bit more discrepancy whenever you you know like release statements. Yeah, there should be an extremely intense vetting process for you putting information out. But I mean, you can make the argument because there, there's a difference between NBC News and MSNBC. NBC News is a pretty like straight down the middle, just news source. MSNBC is more news interpretation. They just give their takes, which more often than not are on the left side of the yeah, spectrum. Yeah. So they're just news interpretation. And they're very clear about the fact that they're news interpretation. They're, uh, they're not fair and balanced. Trademark, copyright, <laughs> registered. <laughs> and that... Um, you know, whenever I was whenever I was thinking about going through this, it reminded me of something that I actually saw on social media. Whenever b- before the virus, whenever Trump was going off about fake news or something, um, somebody had sent a link to this picture, and it's from uh, something Market Watch put together, and basically it's a spectrum. It's a it's a like news organizations on a cartesian plane I have seen this. and they kind of form i have seen, seen it this. it forms like a nor- it's, it's a normal distribution with the median being the most neutral source and the higher you are the more fair and fact reporting you yeah, are yeah i have and obviously the farther left you are the more liberal you are the farther right you are the more conservative you are yeah i have seen this i remember like seeing like in the middle you know you just see like i can't think of the one it was mostly just your evening news you know you see like cbs evening news or whatever like that but then I, you you know mm-hmm. you see like msnbc a little bit to the left and then like fox news yeah right and then right, 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 right <laughs> yeah, around right part like way hard into the info wars and yeah right around the apex of the curve you have npr bbc politico um let's see what Sources. else here Bloomberg, ABC News, CBS News, like you said, just your average oh, evening gonna, news. They just they, they, yeah, I would say those seems like sources I get all my news from anyway. <laughs> like NPR, yeah, yeah, they, they they're just they, they, it's it's their business to just report on what happens. Mm-hmm. And then as you skew to the left or right, obviously, whenever you get to that, you know, you're putting your own spin on it, you're putting your own interpretation of news, so obviously you're going to lose some semblance of credibility, 
but interpreting the news liberal or conservative doesn't automatically discredit what you're saying. Yeah. So if you if you go a little bit to the left, you find Vox, MSNBC, Mother Jones, Daily Beast, Vanity Fair, just those the, those news sources that aren't in the business of reporting on news but giving you their interpretations of the news and they're very explicit about the fact that they are not that you know that they lean left. Yeah. It's not hidden. It's not a secret. Okay. And then to the right of that, and let me just say, by the way, left news interpretation versus right news interpretation, there's a lot more sources on the left that are fair in news analysis. Oh, 100%. Because if you go over to your right, you see National Review, Reason.com, The Examiner, Washington Times, and that's that. Those are the only ones that I recognize. I've never even heard the Washington Times. <laughs> like, yeah. So you go a tier under that, and now you're getting into news sources. Well, not news sources, but just journals, papers, whatever, that give you selective or incomplete stories. Mm-hmm. That basically they they're they're the ones that are guilty of being very selective and picky about what they show you, because they only want to present information that verifies their preconceived notions and their preconceived ideologies. Yeah, yeah. And so on the left, you see BuzzFeed, okay. the Huffington Post, Daily Kos. And then well, you get to the very, very bottom of the left where you get your least reputable sources, and it's very barren. It's The, the one new source that I haven't even heard of is the uh, pa- Patriobotics. Well, on the left? On yeah, the I've left. I've never even heard of that either. I was thinking it would be like Occupied Democrats or something like that. That's what I, that, that, would, that would have been my guess, or like Democracy Now. Occupied Democrats is down oh, there yeah. with them. <laughs> But so I, I'd never heard of them, and they're according to this chart, they're the biggest offender of a, a liberal news source that contains inaccurate and fabricated info to further their own political narrative. So I went on to Patriobiotics or Patriobotics, and the fir- the first uh, article, their featured article at the top of their page is WikiLeaks Russian ties. Scroll down a little farther. <laughs> Mueller Russian ties. Oh, yeah. Mueller Russian ties. Oh. Australia and Russia. Okay. <laughs> so the, they're, they're very insistent on the, uh, you know, Russia's pulling all the strings. Yeah. You know, a little, little conspiracy, a little conspiratorial, but like, I mean... If, if, you know, if people as politically active as us have never heard of that site, then I, I can't say it's a huge threat because I, I think I know where you're, where you're going to mm. go under the right wing. <laughs> yeah, so now we move on to the right wing and we're, we, we get past fair analysis and we get into, again, unfair persuasion, selective reporting. You find OAN, Fox News, Daily Wire. Mm. And then way down at the bottom where you get into, you know, damaging to public discourse, you know, just trying to convince you that there's, that the liberals are coming after you. Breitbart, Infowars, Newsmax, Daily Caller. Yeah. I mean, I personally, I would throw the Daily Wire down there, but because Ben Shapiro is a dishonest hack, but you know. Uh, that's my opinion, I guess. But um, yeah, like those, are, yeah, because like Alex Jones, you know, and and like Breitbart and all them, those are the type of people that like are literally pushing like the the, the whole like you know globalist reptile agenda and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know you totally, what, what, I know you what, totally what, railed, I totally railed on you last episode for uh, hearing birds in the background, but I guarantee you're gonna hear police sirens in my recording because uh, some cops just went by outside my my apartment all right continue yeah and just something as a side note here something that i found very funny is right along the bottom with your you know propaganda sites 
you have your ones that are far to the left, you have your ones that are far to the right, okay. but then you have a few right down the middle. I was going to ask you about that. I was like, is there anything that spreads disinformation that doesn't have a bias? National Enquirer. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. You know, the ma- the magazine that's always spreading rumors about yeah. celebrities, you know, so-and-so's actually yeah, dead. Yeah, dude, I worked at a grocery store for two and a half years. I, I used to read those, like, every week. <laughs> if I'm standing there at the register yeah, and I'm bored, I would just sit there and read that. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're, those are like your chaotic neutral yeah. people. They just spread disinformation and propaganda for the sake of doing hey, you it. you know what? I got to cut them some slack for that because that's, that's pretty bold. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, they do it because, it again, another, an, an, another, another necessary condition for fake news is clickbait. Oh, for sure, yeah. You know, leading headlines to get you to read it and then the more readers they have the more people that are actually going to buy into what they're trying to sell yeah metaphorically so lying press would then go on to be adopted by adolf hitler to sort of write off any opposition press of his because again and any sort of opposition to conservative arguments it's, it's kind of hard to take from a conservative standpoint because a lot of values that conservative have conservatives have are really rooted in argumentative fallacies which are easy oh, to so pick yeah. apart if you hold if you hold them to any sort of scrutiny they fall apart so it's easier to just write them off as lying I was gonna say yeah it's a hundred percent like based on their feelings you know. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's like, you know, they have their feeling that America's the greatest country in the world. And whenever you show them statistics, like, hey, other countries are happier. Other countries, like, have more income per capita. Other countries, like, you know, like that kind of stuff. And then, they, and then it, they'll just kind of dismiss that as, like, fake or, you know, fake news, lying press, something like that. Like, just whenever, anytime you, cha- you challenge their worldview, which is usually based on feelings or emotions, that it kind of hurts them. <laughs> like... Yeah, that just hurt, it just hurts themselves, and they've. Uh, I I think that's that, that's the point where we're at now because rather than actually take a stance and argue your points, you see not only Trump, but a lot of his. I I I don't want to call them supporters, his fans, because that's yeah. that's more in line with what they actually are. His fans just adopting that argumentative style, you know, not taking on the opposition, just it's easier to just write them off as fake. Yeah, it's the same thing they do. They always like to put people in a box. Like, that's the thing that that conservatives like to do is to box people. So once you get somebody in a box, you can just easily dismiss them. Like, oh, you, SJW, put them in the SJW box, bam, they don't, their opinion doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Like, no matter what they say, it's, it's, it's crazy, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and it and it really makes you think with a lot of like these uh these Trump fan pages on Twitter. The, the they're constantly they they're never you never see any supporting Trump and what he's doing. If you do see that, it's just them quoting Trump's words back to you. Because <laughs> yeah. he's not going to have stock ha- he, market's doing great. Yeah, he's not going to have anything bad to say about himself, so they're just going to echo that to you because that's all they know. That's who they get their news from. Yeah, they they, they get it. Yeah, they get their news about the person from the per like based on what the person says about mm-hmm. themselves. You know, which is again now that you're saying it, that that is very scary. That is very odd. <laughs> like yes. So if you're taking everything he says as fact then it's easy to write off these news organizations as fake because your only source of news is telling you that. Yeah. So it's, or that you end up trusting him mm-hmm. over the nightly news. Like, yeah. Because like I've said before, fa- facts and conservatives have a very shaky relationship at best. You'll, you'll find that reality has a left-wing bias. Yes. <laughs> like, and that's that, and that's something that I want to, uh, you know, I would like to ask some of these Trump fans and see what they have to say. Like, obviously, you think you genuinely believe media treatment of Trump is unfair. Let's assume you're correct that we should hold 
news organizations to a greater level of scrutiny than the actual politicians they report on. So if yeah, I was gonna say the me- the media doesn't write your laws. I don't know why you're you're focused on their conduct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so let's let's assume you're right. The media treats the conservatives unfairly. Now, build a supporting argument on why I should trust your leaders. You will be very, very. Uh, You'll be, you'll be searching a long time for any kind of social media page or any kind of prominent conservative to make that argument, just purely based on merit, because they could just DM us. Yeah, they could just fall back on the fake news. Yeah, DM us, at us. <laughs> we'll go at it. You send us a good tweet, we'll read it on air, and we'll, we'll just tear you apart. I'm saying we'll do it. You won't have a shot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, basically what it boils down to is there is fake news out there, like actual fake news that's misinterpreting or misrepresenting actual events and spinning it to fit their narrative. But whenever it comes to, I don't want to say unbiased I want to say, uh, let's just say opposition. Whenever it becomes comes opposition reporting to your preferred candidate, you can't just write that off as fake news. You have to be objective about it. You have to build a case. Yeah, because uh, that, 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 that's, that's the grand point I basically wanted to get to, is that conservative rhetoric is now almost exclusively built within the framework of all news lies. So why not just listen to what our leaders say and take their word for it? Yeah, it's the thing. It's that they never actually trust democracy. They never trust the people, like, you know, that like a group of people doing individual reporting and stuff like that. Even if they're working for like the New York Times. Like if you have all of these media things say that like, hey, glorious leader did this bad thing. And then if he just says they're all fake news, didn't happen. And then he, they all just end up believing him anyway. Then it's like, what's the, what's the point? Like, mm. what, why, why even bother like listening to anything if you're just gonna literally listen to what he says completely? Yeah, and it's just because because they're they just do whatever it takes. Again, we've always talked about it. They just do whatever it takes to hold on to their their power, their what like, and that's just one thing to do. Whenever you have people question your power, question your leader's mm-hmm. power, which you know a lot of times people like to have that kind of i don't know they like to have a personality that like their, their personality allows them to like attach attach on to powerful figures as we said is a trait of a fascist mm. like that they 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 idolize and venerate in group authority figures and when somebody attacks that they they just completely block it out yeah. and they have their own their own reality they live in especially whenever they start to latch onto a leader as inherently erroneous as Donald Trump it gets to the point where your arguments supporting him just aren't grounded in reality. And you have no choice but to either, one, abandon your way of thinking, or two, write off the opposition as lying. Yeah, see, see, the way I look at it is just like, it's like they already dug a four foot, five foot deep hole looking for gold, like they're looking for treasure. And then, it, you know, might as well just, you know, instead of just saying like, hey, you know what? There's nothing down there. We need to just get out of here. Mm-hmm. Like that's the you know. It's hard. They it's just hard to going. climb out of that rut. <laughs> yeah, they just keep going. They just keep getting. De- like I feel like I've okay because we've talked about this before actually. Just you know, years ago, I feel like if you voted for Trump in 2016, I can't blame you. Like I cannot. Like I I I still think you're. A, there was a terrible decision mm-hmm. you made, but I at least get where you where you were coming from. You know, yeah, just to, just like, an outsider, like you, somebody that's different, that's somebody that's not already established in the political uh, arena. Yeah, and like, and I, I didn't even vote for him, but like, I thought he was kind of funny. Like, you know what I mean? I thought it was funny how, like, you know, you know how, like, whenever politicians, they kind of have to have that like stern, you know, mm. kind of like uh, stoic kind of thing they do. 
But, like, whenever he didn't, I, I did think it was amusing. And I was just kind of like, well, what would it be like to have that guy as a president? Just, like, you know, crazy, ridiculous stuff all the time. <laughs> and now I know, and I re- and I totally don't think it's funny or fun. But, like, yeah. I did. And I, but um, I, I think, yeah. I would say, I think if you if you supported him then, I get it. Like, he's the new guy, and he promised all these all this cool stuff that, like, we're bringing your jobs back, you know, all that kind of stuff. We're going to build a wall. But, like, I st- yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I think if you still support that now, if you still support him now, like it's one thing if you if you dug a little ditch back in 2016, but now you're just like ah, ah, I don't I don't know about this. I'm getting out of this. Mm-hmm. But you know, but if yeah, I, but if if you're still here, if you if you're still digging, yeah, you just I'll I'll I'll, I'll try to find a, a pretty solid extension ladder to get you out of there. <laughs> like, well, that's that's the thing too. Like like I said. Um, I don't remember if it was last episode or the episode before that about how people are immune to being convinced. I'm pretty sure I talked about this before, about how you can lay out the most elegant, convincing argument out, out in front of them. They will not be swayed because they're, it's not, yeah. they aren't in the business of being convinced. They don't want to have their mind changed. Yeah, I'll say, was that like the fascist episode, or yeah. was that the last news one we did? The, the fascist one? I think it was. Yeah, cause, again, because it's in one of those, like, they trust in-group authority, they ha- they're, they kind of, I don't know, they they have like, or, the, I forget what, what the term they used. That, uh, they're very in the set book. in their ways. Yeah, there's that, like, they're very conventional, and also just, as we said, they like to create a cabal, like, they think there's like an Illuminati or something that's mm-hmm. controlling the world or something. And that's why that the world is, it sucks now or whatever. <laughs> well, it's no longer the Illuminati. It's now, um, Bill Gates is trying to control the population and mold children under central park. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, it's, it basically, it's, if you get too deep into those circles, it'll always circle back to be like, the Jews, <laughs> quote I'm putting air quotes around the because I guarantee you they'll look at like Bill Clinton or, or not Bill Clinton I'm sorry Bill Gates and they'll look at him and just be like, yeah did you know his grandfather on his mom's side three generations back was Jewish? What? Makes sense that Bill Gates wants to control the population, right, Nikki? Yeah, like it's one of those you could if you look through anybody's lineage you can find somebody who's Jewish, like especially you know I don't I don't white people like f- from Europe you know there's yeah. a lot of Jews in Eastern Europe like if anybody of, of like German Polish Russian heritage it's very easy to find Jewish like Jewish ancestry and it's really it's 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 really alarming to me too because whenever I first found out about QAnon I just kind of <sighs> I just kind of wrote it off as like this small little you know reactionary group who just, you know, undying supporters of Trump and ran out of arguments for him. So they had to make up this entire fantasy land where he's their hero. But now there have been three instances where I've had to remove friends from social media because all they do is post about QAnon. After this, after this, uh, we're done recording. You need to let me know who those friends are, so I can probably get rid of them too. Because there's a good <laughs> shot. I'm still there's a good shot because they're a good shot that like I'm, I'm friends with them on on Instagram and I've missed all their posts or something. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, yeah, obviously no, it's the same. I've 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 like actually no. The biggest thing I find that stuff on is like LinkedIn, and then like really? I'm on there. Like I I rarely okay. I've like. 400 500 some connections on linkedin so like i i have to i, I, I usually just, <laughs> it's probably me and somebody else right no i don't even think you're one no nah, dude i swear we're, i swear we're connected if not okay that, that, I'll, I'll check after but like i'll see a lot of people that that like i'll, I'll just kind of like you know go through this or i'll meet them at a conference or something and i'll just you know add a bunch of people like while i'm, while I'm somewhere mm. um and a lot of them, like even on places like LinkedIn, they'll talk about QAnon, and like I've I've had to like get rid of at least a couple <laughs> dozen people because like there was one guy who just said something straight up racist or something. I forgot what it was. Is he was like he's from New York or something, and he was like, "I'm getting," I was like, "I'm moving my business out of this shithole, AIDS infested, like Mexican loving state or something like that. I'm moving it what? somewhere else." And I was like, I was like, "What the hell?" Like, and I the the, the first thing I was I. Uh, went on disconnect like i blocked i don't want to like i don't want to because i don't want to like you know see that like you know i don't want people to look at him and then like look through his connections and see that i'm connected to him so i was like 
it I've dipped out of there yeah. as quick as I possibly could. Like is that so, yeah, is that something it, you really want your employer knowing about you? Yeah, so yeah, well I guess he owned his own business, that's why you can move it. Yeah. That's besides the point. It goes whatever what, 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 how it ties back is just that what started on 4chan, some dude was probably just messing around on 4chan. Or he might may have try may have been serious, but like probably was just, you know, dicking around on 4chan. Now I see it in, in my LinkedIn connections yeah. frequently. Like, and it's like, how, just some dude who just makes random mm-hmm. anonymous posts on, on, on 4chan. And then I think he started his own Twitter or something. And then Trump retweeted it. They've talked about it on, like, the nightly news, like CNN. Yeah. Like they've covered, they've had stories yeah, on Q. Yeah, Trump, has, Trump like, has retweeted posts with hashtag Q, hashtag QAnon in it. Yeah, and it's, and again, I think it's dangerous that those media networks do that because they just perpetuate it. Because you know, some random Joe schmo watching CNN in the airport, which is it's really the only place people will sit and actually watch CNN. But like, he just be sitting there and see QAnon, huh? Pull up his phone, Google it, and then there you go. He's went down the rabbit hole. Yep, he, he dug a ditch. <laughs> yeah, see that QAnon is fake news. That is genuine yeah. fake news. Yeah. Cut that into a soundbite. Retweet as much as you can. <laughs> like, QAnon is fake news. Like mm-hmm. so, whenever Trump talks about you know the fake news, he doesn't like the. Yeah. He is retweeting fake news. Yeah, I mean, he, uh, he is in bed with fake news. Right wing news I, is usually fake news. I, I've 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 read some of the articles and some of the posts that these QAnon people post, and they they're, they're not even misrepresenting actual news stories. They're making things up to support Donald Trump. And the worst part is people believe it. It's now a mainstream conspiracy theory. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I I, 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 I tend to think that left-wing people aren't as susceptible to it. I mean, I'm sure some of them are. And I know that, like... You know, everybody thought Bush did 9-11, like that kind of stuff. Mm. Like that was kind of – that came from left-wing circles. That did not come from, you know. Mm. Um, but uh, anyway, but like, you know, I feel like I don't have to – I didn't have to step into a new reality to back Bernie Sanders, you know. Yeah. Like I feel like – but like to, to justify why I believe in him. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like if you're going to ju- justify the reason you believe in Trump – and if you actually go through it, a lot of times you'll find out either you have fascist tendencies or you're a racist. Like, I think we should build a wall. You go down that rabbit hole with them as to why they actually believe it. You find out they're a racist. Yeah. But it gives them this this new way out. It's like, well, I want him to take down, you know, all the elites in the, the deep state and, you know, and all that kind of stuff and the Pizzagate. And yeah. Actually, that, that's a way old conspiracy. That's that's way old now. But, um. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, I feel you, like they, you, they have you completely discredited my wall argument. Well, what about this? Their their argument doesn't stay consistent. It just kind of like shapes around what you you're saying. Again, I cannot emphasize this enough. Conservative arguments. Find your sit down, have some dinner with your conservative family members. Find a like on your Sunday dinners with your family. Talk to your dad or your uncle, or your brother or whoever. Could be your mom or your sister, who knows. All of their arguments will be what about isms. Oh, well, what about this? Well, what about that? They will not sit and just talk about one point with you. They'll always deflect into like, what about this? Well, what, anytime it happens to me, dude, well, what about this? Like, mm-hmm. it's yeah, or just or just straight up non sequiturs. They just start talking about things that are completely irrelevant. Yeah. Like to the point you were making. So to to, to wrap it all up, to come to come full circle back to the thesis of the episode. There is fake yes. news. It's not the fake news Trump is talking about, and conservatives and the Trump circle are the actual committers of what genuine fake news truly is. No, and I totally agree. It's just that usually anytime you ever see anything that's reported that's fake or any sort of conspiracy theory, it's always out of their circles. Like, I mean, I, I guess I will say, like, you know, the whole Bush did 9-11 thing, like... Yeah, that was definitely a left-wing conspiracy came out, but that's really the only one I can think of. Like when you really think about, it. and maybe the Russia, the Russia thing yeah. that's been coming up. Yeah, I will. I will give that in Russia, but I, other than that, I can't. I can't really think of any left-wing ones. If if, if you people know, uh, tweet us. <laughs> let us know any left-wing conspiracies that we may have missed. 
that could, actually that might be a fun episode to do. It's like a, a joke episode. Just go through as many left wing cons- like conspiracies that originate on the left as we can. Mm. But uh, anyway, that's obviously that's about it. That's all we got for today. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? No, I think I think it's I think we covered all all the main points. Yep. Obviously, there's a lot more to talk about there, but that's the uh, that, that that's the gist. Yeah. And as always, we can always revisit episodes, you know, like if we if, if we ever, you know, end up getting a lot of tweets or end up getting a lot of people talking about this, then we can always revisit it. Or if, you know, uh, we, you know, maybe even this Sunday when it comes to or comes around and uh, they talk about something or Trump says something completely ridiculous on the nightly news and uh, then you can cover it on, you know, and we can go, you know, do another 10 minute dive back into fake news. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? There is there is one I wanted to mention. Have you been seeing these ads on YouTube for this thing called the Epic Times? The what? The Epic Times, like E P O C H, but it's pronounced like Epic, or like Epoch. I don't know. E- yeah, okay. no, no, I have not seen it. It it is a straight up like pro Trump newspaper. I get it on YouTube ads all the time. Like I'll be sitting there, like you know, like listening to like a left wing video, like con- like from someone like ContraPoints, like, mm-hmm. but like they'll be talking about, but then you'll see, it and then it'll be like. And uh, it'll start with like, hey, so check out this story I'm reading here in the Epic Times. It's about how the communist Chi- the Chinese Communist Party uh, has totally like covered up the coronavirus and may have actually released the. Uh, I just think to myself, I'm like, YouTube is allowing this. How is YouTube allowing mm-hmm. this? Like, this is this like, and it's it, it's and like, and I of course I would just do a Google search on like on the Epic Times because I after like the fifteenth ad I saw from them. And of course, like as soon as you go to their Wikipedia page, their big controversy is like they they were just straight up pro Donald Trump, like mm. from 2016. I forget whenever they were founded. I can look it up, but like it was yeah, like and I see it all the time. Like I mean, yes, we all know the Chinese Communist Party did not do a very good job at the beginning, uh, you know, in in terms of responding to the, to the coronavirus. But there was no conspiracy that it was made in a lab and it was released to try to bring cripple the world economy like and that's the kind of shit that they that they promote on there mm-hmm. all right but uh other than that <laughs> i think i believe uh that is it that is all i got for you tonight yep that's all i got all right then so i guess we better wrap it up i am cody yep i'm alec thank you for listening once again and uh we'll see you next time